Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons. Today we have such a great show, you guys. We're chatting with someone that I wanted to have on for so long, and I actually wrote her name on a list of like my dream guests and then they reached out to me so it made me feel really cool (laughs) anyways it's elizabeth april some of you i'm sure know her and we're talking about navigating timelines in the matrix with 5d energy she does such a good job at putting such a 5d high vibe higher consciousness spin on what's going on in the world today and this is going to be super powerful for you to listen to. We're talking about how to reclaim your multidimensional power to access new timelines. We're talking about the importance of daily connection to your higher power. And Elizabeth April is sharing her step-by-step process to release fear and reprogram negative beliefs. I binge her stuff. She does such a great job at adding light, like I said, and reminding us of our own power rather than waiting in the doom and gloom, which some of us do, including myself, these days. But we're switching it around, guys. Also, P.S. I'm stuck in Mexico. Oh, wait, I'm gonna reword that to the positive. I am in Mexico still. I had an issue with my flight. It was actually crazy. I was like at the airport. My husband was supposed to stay longer. I was at the airport by myself crying, which I never do. Come on, you guys, I'm an Aquarius. So it was like I knew something wasn't right. I knew it was not in alignment for me to be going home. And my flight was delayed like an hour and a half and it would have like made it nearly impossible to catch my connecting flight. So I was like, okay, I'm either gonna be stranded by myself in Mexico City or I'm gonna make them get my bags off the airplane and bless this lady who was translating for me because the people that worked there didn't speak English and she was translating and had them get my bags off the plane and I just took off and left the airport it was like really empowering so I am I mean like boohoo stuck in Mexico but damn like I feel like I'm being cracked open a little bit I've cried a few times because I have so much work to do and working from like a tiny little laptop and not being able to like get to the things I really want to get to and like this new project I'm creating for you guys. P.S. Creating a meditation app. Stay tuned. I haven't really announced it on Instagram or like to like my whole following yet. So if you're listening to this episode, you're kind of getting uh, BTS information. Um, So that's going to be a little delayed. But again, there's a lesson in everything. And the constant lesson for me in life is to slow down, to reflect, to be mindful of details rather than just rushing everything and running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So that's my lesson. So how are you guys feeling? We're in eclipse season, holidays, you know, wild travel restrictions in the world. So if you're facing any resistance, just ask yourself, like, what is the lesson coming up for me? How can I transmute this into light and just a nice reminder to stay up to date with your rituals, move your body, tune into your highest self because the answers are always inside of you. And not gonna lie, maybe I've had one too many tequilas over the last week and haven't exercised as often as I would if I were home. My rituals are a little bit shorter when I'm in a hotel. So this, you know, my next few days here, I'm definitely gonna be taking the rituals to the next level, 
I found this insane outdoor gym. I'm gonna be working my booty off. I'm telling you guys all this to hold myself accountable. So <laughs> I'm happy to be sharing today's episode with you guys because it's very high vibe. We talk a lot about how the darkness is always purposeful and that there's always a lesson that we can always return back to our true power and hop to a different timeline when needed. So enjoy this episode with Elizabeth April. You are going to love her and let us know. Shoot me a DM. I wanna know how you like it. I want to know what's going on. I want to know how you're feeling. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at Chakra Girl Co. And let's dive into the show. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons. We are here making the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have such a powerful guest today. We are chatting with Elizabeth April. She is a gifted and thoughtful leader of many titles, including clairvoyant, truth seeker, intuitive psychic, paradigm shifter, and best-selling author. She is truly one of my favorite accounts to follow when it comes to all things higher consciousness, extraterrestrials, star seeds, and more. And she is breaking the mold as she opens people's mind to a new way of thinking. Above all, her mission is to help humanity awaken by expanding their mind, to the infinite possibilities the universe has to offer. So excited to have you. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth April. Thank you so much. Yeah, super looking forward to having this mind-opening conversation. Yes, the world needs it. (laughs) Okay, let's dive into just some rapid-fire questions. What is your most important daily ritual that you almost never skip? Oh, that's great. Um, You know what? I have to say that I don't have a daily ritual. Every day is different. And I guess the daily ritual that I have is waking up, tuning into my body, tuning into my emotions, tuning into my soul, and just asking myself what I need from my day that day. So every day is different based on the vibrational frequency that I hold. So I guess the daily ritual is tuning in to see what daily ritual I need. Beautiful. I love it. (laughs) What is your sun, moon, and rising? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. I'm not uh, an astrologer. So, okay. My sun, moon, and rising. So I'm pretty sure my main sign is cancer. And then Mm -hmm. my rising is Leo. And Mm -hmm. my moon is, oh man, I want to say it's Scorpio. Oh, I I definitely could see that. You've got that like good (laughs) dichotomy of like the mysterious, but also like the Leo rising is that, you know, look at me, which I also have. (laughs) Like the like, I'll tell you everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm also Leo rising. So love it. What is your, okay. I love this question. What is your favorite starseed planet? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I would say that my favorite, okay, you know what? I'm going to keep it simple. My favorite planet is Earth. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm switching it up. I'm breaking the mold. Because honestly, we get to experience all the different fractals of so many other planets and dimensions out there in the universe, but we get to experience all of it all at once right here, which, which makes it very overwhelming, but also very eclectic, very dynamic. And that's why I love being a human hybrid. You know what I mean? Because we have, we have all these different components and parts of us that we get to experience here. Yes. We're the sandbox. Yes, we are. (laughs) Okay. I want to know about your spiritual awakening and when you decided to make this your life's work. 
Yeah, for sure. So I was born with extrasensory abilities. So basically the ability to uh, see vibrations, visuals, see chakras, but also uh, see and interact with spirits who have crossed over to the other side and also interdimensional beings. Um, from an early age, I thought that I was talking to God, but I was actually just talking to a Palladian woman. You know, at the age of 10, I shut down my abilities just to kind of fit in and be normal. I feel like a lot of starseeds go through this feeling of I'm all alone. What am I doing here? None of this makes sense. I then spiraled into a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of just simply questioning, you know, my reality and who I was and why I was here, just because I had really lost that spiritual aspect of myself mm. um, after the age of 10. And then through this anxiety and depression and questioning at the age of 16, you know, I was looking for answers. I went to all of the authority figures I could think of, high school teachers, counselors, therapists, psychologists. I went to my friends' parents. I went to my own parents. I even went to a priest to ask, okay, what's the meaning of life? Like, why are we here? Like, give me all the deets. And they just, they just didn't show up. You know, they, they had no idea how to respond to these questions that I had. And so finally, it was my dad actually, who offered to give me a past life regression. So at 16, I had a past life regression and I started to basically experience you know, myself in other lifetimes on this planet and realize, oh my God, I'm not just 16. I am so much more than this. Reincarnation is real. This is possible. But beyond that, time is an illusion. You know, it's not what we think it is. And uh, that really opened that can of worms for me to start to dive in and experience all that this world has to offer beyond these four walls. Uh, so at a certain point in time, you know, especially when I went away to university, I, I found my stride and I started to get into lucid dreaming, astral traveling, telepathy, uh, you know, you name it, mediumship, clairvoyancy, all of that started coming back to me. But at that time, if you asked me if aliens existed, I would say, you know, there's got to be something else out there in the universe, but why would they bother with us like little old mm -hmm. humans? Yeah. And then of course, I went away to a 10 day silent meditation retreat called Vipassana. And on the second night of meditation, I ended up getting abducted, like fully consciously, <laughs> physically abducted by aliens, by interdimensional beings. And it wasn't a, a lovely experience. It was actually quite fear-based, but through that experience, it opened me up to another world. It opened up another mm -hmm. can of worms for me. And after that experience, I started having very vivid flashback and very vivid recall to myself as different interdimensional beings in different lifetimes in the past and in the future. And I started to really understand wow, it's kind of insane that not only do they exist, but they're here, uh, but also how similar they are to us in so many ways. And why is that? And why are they here? And are we a grand experiment? And if so, for what? So mm -hmm. it's been about 10 years since that experience. I'm 29 now. And over these you know, past 10 years, I've been just unpacking all of these huge, big curiosity questions that I've had. And, uh, and I've been able to derive some information, definitely not all, but some information from that through my ability to remote view, um, tap into past lifetimes, and basically channel and download information from these beings 
uh, and from universal source consciousness to help humans understand who they are, why they're here, and why we are indeed extremely special. Mm, that's so beautiful. So I'm curious in this abduction scenario, if someone, like, or knowing what you know now, or for someone who is kind of more in touch with, you know, not being the fear side, is there a different way to experience it? So had you known what you know now, could you have gone into that experience with a different energy and a different result? Uh, that's a great question. So let's call it objectively, like objectively, mm -hmm. the experience that I had removing my emotions or perceptions or lack or limitation from it. Objectively, it was a very fear-based experience, which is very interesting because since then, pretty much every single experience I've had with extraterrestrials has been very pleasant, very high vibrational. Mm. And when I look back and I ask why, why did that have to be so fear-based? Why were they not nice beings? The response that I get or the answer that I receive is related to the fact that in order to have compassion over humans who have fear-based experiences, I needed to have my own fear-based experience to understand that, yeah, I mean, it's not all rainbows and roses when it comes to ETs. And there definitely are species and individuals who aren't you know, the greatest, who don't have our highest vibrational intention in mind. And it's important to really be real about the fact that there are good and bad in every species all across the universe. And it was mm -hmm. very important for me to experience the negative, the bad, the low vibration with the high vibration so that I can really understand humanity as we're experiencing both of these polarities. Mm, and a big trend or topic that I'm kind of seeing online is, is about that darkness. And so many people are claiming that like the big popular thought leaders are working for the darkness and like mm -hmm. people are like <laughs> shitting on each other and like, you know, yeah. really like it's, it's like this person saying this person's dark and this person saying this yeah. person's dark. Yeah. So, and I'm like, well, we're all light and dark. So yes. what's your kind of take on that whole kind of online trend that's going yeah, on? Yeah, it is wild. It is such a, <laughs> it yeah. is, it's, it's such a, a dog eat cat world out there online right now. It's pretty wild, yeah. especially in the spiritual community. It blows my mind. Totally. So overall, I have so much compassion for these people who are saying these things. And the reason why is because I spent a solid like four years in that vibrational frequency of, oh my goodness, there's all these conspiracies, there's all these agendas, there's all this darkness, and whoever gets any sort of attention has to be dark, has to be some sort of reptilian shapeshifter, they've got to be shaping the mold. And so I spent a long time fighting the system, resisting the darkness, you know, only ever observing that because that's what I was experiencing. And I believe that in so many ways, like as we awaken, we have to experience this level of darkness. So mm -hmm. what I call that level is the fourth dimension frequency. So yeah. just to kind of you know, lay it out on the table, the third dimension frequency, you know, we can describe this in so many different ways, but the easiest way is 3D is kind of where that ignorance lies. It's kind of where the people who don't really understand that they're people or souls, you know, living a life, they're just doing their nine to five thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're just, you know, in that autopilot programming, that's 3D. They just actually don't even know that they're existing, period. They're just existing. Mm -hmm. So there isn't that awareness. 4D is kind of like you start to take a step back from the role that you're playing as a human being and you start to take a look at this bigger picture of 
well, who am I and what's really happening? And when you start to question things, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing, because it will break you out of the matrix and break you out of that 3D, it'll also throw you into the agendas. It will throw you into conspiracy. It will throw Mm -hmm. you into everything is dark about this reality. And I was stuck there for quite a while. And then I started questioning the darkness. I said, well, is that really the truth? Like, is is everything that I'm experiencing some sort of dark Illuminati agenda? Like, is that truly what's happening? Or is there something beyond this? Like, I was pretty much sick and tired of of resisting. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of this reality. Mm. And when I started to question that vibrational frequency that I was holding, when I started to question the fourth dimension frequency, which is the agendas and the conspiracy and kind of this liminal realm, then all of a sudden you get to this higher frequency of of unity, of oneness, of exactly what you said, which is it doesn't have to be polarizing. It doesn't have to be you are all dark or you are all light. We all have both aspects of us inside of us. And we have to experience all of the light, which is kind of easy to experience because when you're feeling good, it's easy to feel good. When things are easy, it's easy when things are easy. When things are hard and challenging, it's difficult to navigate that. And it really is this all-consuming energy that that just kind of fills that void of questioning. And all of a sudden, when you've experienced both the light and the dark that this reality has to offer, that your own soul has to offer, you take a step back from that and you say, oh my goodness, the light and the dark, the love and the hate are actually just illusions. And the Mm -hmm. only thing that exists is both of them together simultaneously in oneness, in unity. And that is a place where you have to constantly be objectively aware. It's Mm -hmm. not about bringing your prior knowledge into it. It's not about bringing expectation or attachment or some sort of emotional resentment or aversion. It's about observing everything with compassion, gratitude, objective awareness, and seeing the light and dark in all fractals of this reality. And that is when you truly master reality rather than just play the game of this reality. Mm, I love that. And I always... I always describe 4D kind of like the dingy gas station on a road trip. Like you want, it's like you need it and you got to get there and you got to get what you need and you got to fuel up, but you're not meant to stay there. That's not the destination. That Um, that being said, like it's still sometimes can be hard. Like if there's something Mm -hmm. that is like you feel something that we feel is directly affecting our experience. For example, you have to take this medicine or you can't travel, you know, things like that. And it's like, okay, how do we bounce back from that? fear when something is directly correlated to our physical existence here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what and- are some of your tips for like bouncing back? Like in, if that moment of not even fear, maybe it's anger or maybe it's just yeah. this like, okay, how do I move past this? Yeah. Yeah. I think fear is the key word because I mean, obviously at a very kind of pronounced level, so many people in society right now, whether you're 3D or 4D have fear, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's very obvious. And then of course, at a very subconscious level, we all hold our own fears to other things as well. So there's a lot of fear that's kind of of taking place. And then from that place of fear is anger and resentment and projection and all of those things. So 
So my, so here are kind of my steps as far as navigating through that. And I've been teaching this a lot in the past year or the past year or two, especially. So the first thing is you have to recognize the fear that you have. And instead of just calling it fear, we could call it recognize the energy in you that is not serving you. And it could be anything. Recognize a person in your life that isn't serving you. Recognize a job in your life that isn't serving you. Recognize a, a reaction in your life that isn't serving you. Hey, this isn't me, but why am I reacting this way? Right. Right. You cannot change something that you're not aware of. So the recognition, the awareness is everything. And then once you recognize it, you have to observe it long enough objectively in order to neutralize the reactive energy with it. Mm. So say, for example, if you had a best friend and you loved that best friend and you knew this person since childhood and you were actually attached to the best friend and your greatest fear was that best friend leaving you. And so because it's such a great fear, you know, of course, you're doing all these things to try and prevent that and 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 uh, distract yourself away from that or whatever. But you don't want to think about it. So what I recommend is think about it, go into the worst case scenario. So think about your best friend leaving you, observe that reaction, observe the emotion, observe where that sits in your body, observe the feelings that come up in your mind, but observe it objectively. Mm-hmm. And then you observe it once all the reaction comes up and it's really, really painful to observe. She's like, no, I never want that to happen. Then you observe it again. And it's a little bit less Then you observe it again. And it's a little less. You observe it long enough over and over and over again until all of a sudden you're observing that as a possibility or timeline. And there is zero reaction related to it. This is when you get into a place of neutrality with mm-hmm. whatever it is in your life. If we can be neutral with everything in our life, we are free. That's freedom. Then I want to mention one more thing is not only do I believe that we can neutralize all of these aspects and reactions of our life, but then we can reprogram these aspects and reactions of our life. So I'll give you a good example, especially for the spiritual community. So a good example is like tap water, especially, you know, living in LA. It's like, oh my God, the tap water of LA is like the worst thing you want to be drinking. So Mm -hmm. if you have a fear around drinking the the tap water, right, because of fluoride or whatever is in it, Mm -hmm. you know, once again, observe the reaction, observe the reaction, observe the reaction, neutralize it. All of a sudden you think about tap water, you have zero reaction, which means that you are free to drink the tap water without fear, aversion, reaction, disappointment, attachment, whatever. Then what I recommend is reprogram your reality. So then you put yourself into a position where you are the programmer. You're not just the player. You're not just the character. You're the programmer. So how do we do this? We can only reprogram aspects of our reality once we come to a neutral place with them. So once you've come to a neutral place with tap water and you're like, okay, cool. I don't fear it. I don't love it. I'm just here with it. Then what you can do is you can associate, I call it quantum linking. You can quantum link a new association with that same old aspect of your reality. So with Mm -hmm. tap water, it's like every time I drink tap water, I am infusing my body. I'm infusing myself 
cells. I'm infusing my soul with love, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then you observe that connection. You observe without reaction. You observe that connection. You observe that connection. You observe that connection. All of a sudden it becomes true to your reality. And mm-hmm. I truly believe that whatever we believe uh, creates major effects. So if you believe that tap water is going to kill you, guess what? Over time drinking it, it will kill you. If you believe that eating candy is going to give you uh, cavities, it's going to, because yeah. that's what you believe, right? Yeah. So we need to really put this emphasis on our belief system, but not only that, not only just being victims to our own belief system, because a lot of our belief is programmed in us from society, but then to rewrite the programming of society to take full power back and to reprogram your reality to, to make it lighter and easier and more blissful from moment to moment. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Yes. And I've seen another physical example of this where like a friend, a friend of mine got allergy tested and all of a sudden she was like allergic to all these things she was eating before, but then having physical reactions that she never had mm-hmm. before she knew she was allergic to it. And then slowly I was like, you could have a little, you could have a little, you never used to have a problem. And then she yeah. would kind of like be like, yeah, you know what? A little's fine. A little's fine. A little's fine. And now the allergies are gone. So it's like, <laughs> it's like you release the energetic charge of it. And then you, you know, you trust your own resilience and do the reprogramming. I love, love, love that so much. And you touched a little bit on timelines too. So that, I mean, that in a sense is creating a new, a new timeline, right? Like reprogramming yes. to a different version of reality. So I feel like it's kind of like time in general is a hard concept and timelines in general is a hard concept for like human minds to understand. So like, how do you define the parallel timelines that are happening simultaneously and time in general? Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, 
It's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Oh, okay. Well, do we have five hours? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hours um, don't exist. <laughs> right. Exactly. We'll, 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 con- we'll condense it. Yeah. Um, so I, I freaking love time. I love timelines. I, this has been, I, I love quantum physics in general. So you can think about timelines as taking action in your reality, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, you know, as I sit here at my desk, I'm talking to you, I have, I have a glass of water in front of me. I have, you know, a glass of juice in front of me. Uh, one timeline, 50-50 is where I pick up the water and take a sip. And one timeline mm-hmm. is where I pick up the juice and take a sip. And my timelines are diverted, you know, 50-50, right? There's 50% probability for one, 50% probability probability for another. Now, if I take a step back and maybe I, I take a, an hour of my day and I say in this hour, I could do anything. I could answer emails. I could water the plants. I could work out. I could go for a walk. I could walk the dog. I could do the dishes. I could do anything. So all of a sudden, when you start to open up your day, and a lot of people don't have the pleasure of doing this. A lot of entrepreneurs do. But when you start to open up your day and you're not confined to maybe taking care of kids or doing the nine to five, it's like, wow, my day could be an infinite number of timelines. Mm -hmm. And the the most probable timelines that you are most likely to get into are the patterns that you've gotten into before. Uh, Mm -hmm. So what I used to do when I started really getting into time and different timelines many years ago, uh, and I also started to really dive into the concept of free will versus destiny, I would basically pick up something on my desk and I would throw it across the room. And Mm -hmm. I would say, ha, you know, (laughs) screw you timeline for (laughs) for being predetermined and I get to create my own path and this was not determined. And then I get into the rut of, but what if it was predetermined that I picked up that pen and threw it across the room anyway, and I'm just aligning to the timeline that already existed. Right. Yeah. So then you take a huge step back and you start to realize, okay, as a soul, before we got into this lifetime, this body, this incarnation, we created contracts. It wasn't God. It wasn't your spirit guides. It wasn't a man in the sky that created these contracts for you. 
it was you. And the reason why you created these challenges, these sacrifices, these experiences, these pleasures, these whatever, is for us to grow and to learn as a soul, right? Mm -hmm. So, so when I started to kind of fight my timelines, fight my destiny, uh, it took me a while, it took me many years to realize, oh, well, I created my destiny. So why would I fight myself? Right. And I felt really Mm -hmm. empowered in understanding that whatever is predetermined that's meant to happen is actually meant to happen for my own greatest good and growth. So that's kind of a little overview of of timelines and and how I've experienced them and kind of work with them. But it is a huge, huge concept. So if we want to face the least resistance possible in our Mm -hmm. timelines, how do we like if we're like, okay, this timeline is really freaking hard. Like, how can I kind of like jump to a less resistant place? Like, are there any kind of like tricks that you use? Yeah, absolutely. There's kind of two things. One of them is just something that's kind of more maintenance. So the more that you do this, the the easier life becomes. And the number one thing is just listening. So before we get into hmm, a bad breakup, before we lose all our money, before we lose our job or, you know, some sort of huge kind of strife or challenge in our life, there will be signs. I am telling you right now, there will be signs and not just one sign. There will be many, many, many signs. Mm -hmm. And many of us, especially people who are more in that kind of stubborn 3D energy, they refuse to look at the signs. They refuse to actually listen to the experiences in their reality. The thing is you are able to learn before you are forced to learn. So Mm. if you listen to your reality and you say, oh, okay, well, you know, work doesn't really align with me, that this doesn't really resonate with me, but I'm going to do it anyway, just because. Oh, it still doesn't align to me. And I still feel really, you know, not good about it in my day, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, the same thing about relationships, all of that. When we don't listen to our intuition, Basically, there are aspects that come in forcefully that basically force us to let things go or to stop Mm -hmm. doing something for our own greatest good. So if you listen, life becomes a lot easier. And regardless of listening, it doesn't mean that all challenge goes away. Regardless of hopping into the fifth dimension frequency doesn't mean life is all rainbows and butterflies. We Mm -hmm. have to go through challenges. We have to go through situations in order to raise our awareness, to learn lessons and to move forward. So the first thing that I would recommend is honestly just listening and making the tough decisions before those decisions get even tougher. Like how many times have we looked back and said, wow, I could have made this decision two years ago, but then I decided to carry this relationship on for two more years of of terrible, you know, experiences. Right. So, so there's that there's listening. And then the second thing that I truly believe is possible, but A lot of people have a hard time doing this because they have too many layers of expectation and attachment to their reality. But the other thing is like, uh, I call it quantum looping Mm. uh, or or quantum hopping, right? And basically you, I believe that we are able to quantum leap into a completely different timeline. So typically like we're moving into different timelines with every word, with every action, with every emotion, with, with every step that we take, it's a new timeline. But usually the timelines move seamlessly from one into the other. But when we quantum leap, we're kind of quantum leaping from one very different timeline into another. This is where we get into glitches in the matrix. And this is where we get into the Mandela effect as well. I believe mm-hmm. that all glitches in the matrix and the Mandela effects are really just quantum leaps that we take, right? Yeah. So, 
So we can quantum leap. So say, for example, you know, I made the decision four years ago to move to LA and basically change my relationship and, uh, you know, move to a different country because I was from Canada. And there's a possibility that if this was the wrong decision, which it definitely wasn't, but if it was, I could quantum leap back into that reality. Now, what's really cool is like when I make a big decision, because because this is the world that I've been in for a while, but I believe everyone can do this. I can actually clearly see the outcome of a different timeline that I could choose, that I would have chosen. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. say for example, two years ago, I decided to basically like cut off my hair. I had like this really cute kind of short bob cut and I've wanted to do that for many years, but I didn't, I, you know, you know, that hair thing is like, you want, totally. you want long hair, like, you know, <laughs> Always, yes. point, right. So, so I went to the hairdresser and, you know, I got like more blonde, whatever in my hair. And I wanted to ask, can you, can you cut it all off basically? Right. And mm-hmm. I wanted to get rid of this old energy of this relationship and all of this stuff. And I didn't, I literally did not say, can you cut it off? I just said, yeah, give me a trip. Right. So I, I kind of made a different decision. And yeah. then the whole way home, when I was driving home, I was like, feeling my hair as if it was all cut off like oh this feels really good and then every time I'd feel my hair it was like it was long again and I'm like oh shoot like this is weird so I had this kind of weird reverberation between the two different timelines yeah you know and so I believe that we can avoid certain timelines that can be very painful or challenging by listening to these signs before we get to that timeline and likewise I believe that we can choose one decision and then hop into a different timeline where a different decision was made uh, if we so desire that to be the best timeline forward once again in order to quantum leap in that very kind of extreme way we need to be objective we need to be neutral any sort of expectation attachment old programming that we're running will just allow you to hop into the most possible timeline rather than the timeline where you switch it up and that's where you're like what's your routine and I'm like I don't have a routine because I always want every day to be aligned to my highest vibration rather than aligned to what I did yesterday. Because I feel like I have to meditate every day in order to be psychic. No, I don't hold that belief. I don't hold any belief, you know? Yeah. I love that. And one thing that I've been, I've always experienced actually, and I've been seeing pop up for me a lot more. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just see things about it on Instagram or even having this conversation. I'm like, clearly this is a sign I'm supposed to look into it more is false memories. Mm -hmm. And so I've ever since I was little had like false memories and been like, Hey, remember when this happened? And it was always like something bad. And then it was like, no, remember that didn't happen. Like that almost happened. Then it didn't, but I would Mm -hmm. remember detail as if the bad thing happened. So it was like, I was always like, like, it's like in those moments, I was like quantum leaping to the better option or the less resistant option, but still having that, that connection to that other timeline. So I think being able to master that and, you know, having like learning how to intentionally do that. I think that's something I'm going to start looking into a little bit more. Absolutely. I want to touch a little bit more on the matrix. I feel like people have different kind of explanations for this. And I know I was chatting with Shaman Dirk and I was like, how do we leave the matrix? How do we escape the the matrix? Seems like it's not about escaping it. It's about learning to live in it. So I was like, okay, that's a different perspective. So I'm just curious what your perspective is and how you kind of describe this this matrix that we are living in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, it's all about mastering this matrix, right? Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be here if we're meant to escape it. Right. But we do have to see it for what it is in order to master it. 
And so the way that I would describe this matrix is, the, okay, so saying the matrix is just a different word for saying this reality. This yeah. is the environment that we are existing in. The environment that we're existing in is actually a multidimensional environment. A lot of us just think, oh, we're, we're stuck being 3D beings. If we were stuck being 3D beings, we wouldn't have the perception or awareness that we're 3D beings, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. We wouldn't be sentient, right? We would just yeah. be 3D. So yeah, so this matrix is basically like the physical components of this space-time reality. It is the density of vibration that we are experiencing here. That's what this matrix is. Objectively, it is this reality. It's this mm-hmm. world. So because I believe that we are all multifaceted, interdimensional beings, but also so we're hybrids like there there is that gap in evolution and i truly believe that interdimensional beings have been splicing their dna with ours for yes. a very very long time so yes. that is that gap so truly if they have taken their highly advanced dna and given that to us then we are not just these lowly ant like 3D beings on this lowly terrestrial planet, we are Mm -hmm. actually quite powerful. And Mm -hmm. we have the ability to not only recognize that we're living in this container, but I believe we have the ability to exist outside of the container, but also Mm -hmm. to recreate the container to be a brand new container, to be a brand new reality. And that's why a lot of these volunteers, a lot of these star seeds are here at this time to observe things objectively and to shift shift the matrix to shift the reality to to really master this but we have to master it at an individual level first before we are able to master it collectively because if we're all stuck just holding space for this lower vibrational collective then you're going to get sucked into being lower vibrational just like if I got sucked into all of the people telling me that I'm an Illuminati puppet that you know I (laughs) I would be very sad throughout my day but I'm like I know who I am and I know what my message is and and I'm very clear about that. And so it's really important that we do that work first of objectively observing, neutralizing uh, our observation, and then to really ask ourselves, what reality, what matrix do I want to live in? I want to live in harmony with nature. I want to live in harmony with other humans, despite race or age or gender or culture or language or religion. You know, I I want peace, basically. Uh, and, And if you can find that within yourself, especially when observing the dynamic polarity within yourself, and you can love all aspects of yourself just like you know the spiritual community say the shadow work then we can really love the shadow work like I appreciate the darkness in humanity I truly do because if if it wasn't meant to be here in order for us to learn it wouldn't be here and I've had a lot of experience with darkness and I would never trade it for any light because it has allowed me to really truly observe everything objectively and find compassion and gratitude in all angles of this matrix reality Mm. and how there's kind of you know a lot of dark going on in the world right now um, this is all really to like teach us to evolve to a higher level of of light but without the dark we don't have that. We mm-hmm. don't have that lesson. 
Yep, exactly. So when we think of like old, well, I don't know, old parallel timelines, like the fall of Atlantis and Lemuria Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all the, all those other timelines, I'm curious, like one thing I've always wondered is if we can kind of master this neutrality and master this kind of dance between light and dark here, does that change those timelines? Ooh, that's a good question. So I do believe that we can go into the past and change it with our present moment. Um, Mm -hmm. I've done this throughout my own, like a lot of inner child work, a lot of like traumas in the past. I've been able to kind of neutralize by diving into it in the present and perceiving it differently. As far as changing the physical, it's almost like, yes, I believe that we can hop into a different timeline collectively where ancient Atlantis never happened. Mm -hmm. But I also truly, truly believe that ancient Atlantis happened in order for all of us to learn a very particular lesson collectively, which is how do we utilize our power appropriately? If we did not have ancient Atlantis and the the issues that happened back then, then we wouldn't have that lesson today. And we would actually just have to repeat ancient Atlantis. So would I actually go back and change anything about our history? No, probably not, because it wouldn't give us the tools that we need in order to move forward in the way that we need to move forward. Right. So it's like all of those things that happened, happened so that uh, the beings that were there who are also now here learned those lessons and learned how to use their power and can use them in this version of kind of like light versus dark or, you know, whatever is happening here on Earth. Absolutely. 100%. Beautiful. Okay. I want to talk about your book. You're not dying. You're just waking up. Can you give us a synopsis? Yeah. So pretty much um, my first book is all about the stages that we go through when awakening. So it includes depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. questioning your reality, autopilot programming, (laughs) you know, and the collapses essentially that happen when we start to wake up and uh, question our reality and wonder, am I really happy? You know, so it kind of starts off very easy. Uh, A lot of us have gone through those stages and then it goes into all right, like once you're, you're awakened, then what happens? Then what do we experience? Then who are we? I go into the different interdimensional species, or at least the most common ones that are around here, the different soul missions and soul purpose that we could experience while we're here. And then essentially, you know, uh, some timeline stuff, some, you know, the grand purpose of humanity stuff, and where we're meant to be going beyond this existence and reality, and the shift that's taking place. So this is a really great book for anyone who is stuck on their journey, who any, for anyone who feels alone or feels like their experiences, you know, aren't validated. And really for anyone who is questioning, what is my sole purpose? What am I here to do? You know, and who am I connected with, with interdimensionals too? Because I go through... If you're connected to the Palladians, these are the personality traits that you're going to have. These are the even physical traits that you could have sort of thing. So it's a pretty amazing overview of all of these stages of awakening. And I call it a pretty like basic bitch, you know, uh, (laughs) text for anyone who just needs to 
we have that validation, which was something that I really needed many years ago yeah. when I was starting to wake up. And um, so it's a it's a good overview. And then the next books that I'm working on are way deeper, um, mm. but it's almost like that needs to be the preliminary before people get into these other books. Mm, yes. So stage one, the basic bitch, but everyone needs it. I always say like, yeah. you need to address those things with like beginner's mind. And there's always like so many nuggets or reminders. It's like the things I already know, but just need to yeah. be told again. <laughs> so yay. I love, love, love it. And we're going to link everyone to your book. Oh my gosh. This has been so beautiful. Are there any last kind of words of wisdom or anything on your heart that you want to share with our listeners today? Yeah, for sure. There's a message that just keeps coming through, especially in the past two years. There's so much fear. There's so much chaos. There's so much projection. There's so much uncertainty out there. And what I always like leaving people off with is just how freaking powerful you are. You are not just a human. You are not just this incarnation. You are not just stuck in this one reality. You are a multifaceted, multidimensional being who has capacities and capabilities and powers and psychic abilities beyond your wildest comprehension. So the sooner you get into this space of wonderment and empowerment and understanding that you have all of the tools, you don't need some sort of special crystal or cleanse or spiritual teacher to get you there. You Mm -hmm. already have it all. And it's so important that you recognize that within yourself. You realize that you step into that and you live your life in that energy. Yes. It's a great remembering. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so beautiful. Thank you so much. Can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty much on all the socials, just Elizabeth April um, across all platforms, especially YouTube. If you really want to binge watch some of my content, I also have a membership platform. I have an online school with courses to shift you from 3D to 5D vibration, and that can all be found on my website, elizabethapril.com. Amazing. And we'll link you guys to everything. So thank you again so much for sharing your light and so many good reminders for us today. And thank you everyone for listening. Go check out all things Elizabeth April. You are going to be obsessed with her if you don't already follow her. Um, And let us know how you like this episode. Reach out to us, tag us, let us know you're listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 